Welcome everyone to another amazing episode. We have Tansy here. She's a one-woman show bringing quality trance to Vancouver. A tour manager and a social media manager. We're so happy to have you here today. Thanks for having me. Welcome. Glow Radio is a podcast for sassy entrepreneurs who are in the process of quitting their much-hated day job to work for themselves full-time. You can expect weekly conversations with unapologetic creatives, business owners, and influencers. We discuss tips on how to reach your goals, manage your time, and keep your sanity while being a major boss babe. We are Jacqueline and Clara, your favorite hype women who will cheer you on and push you to create the life that you want. We're business strategists, career and life mentors, and wellness advocates. Want to get started ASAP? Stay until the end to find out where to download your awesome free checklist with 25 ways to get your shit together like a baller. Hit that subscribe button and follow us on IG at Glow Radio Co. Stay sassy, babes. Thank you. You could just tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Tansy. 26 years old. 26 years young. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I host trance events. I'm a tour and artist manager, like she said here. <laughs> and I just get myself into really crazy music projects all the time. And I always tell myself I'm going to slow down, but. It doesn't seem to be happening. (laughs) You only live once. (laughs) Yeah. You only live once. Just do everything. Yeah. So what inspired you to create TS events? So I'm an avid traveler and I love to travel. So when I was really fortunate enough to be able to travel and go to different festivals and get to see some of my own favorite artists Mm -hmm. like in different places. And the reason why I started TS events was because I wanted to bring that experience that I felt being like a patron on the dance floor uh-huh. to my own hometown. Ooh, okay. And I just noticed in the city we were really lacking trance and an events company that really cared about what the patrons wanted and what the community and the scene really wanted mm-hmm. from a promoter. So that's kind of cool. where that all started from. Yeah. As a past raver, <laughs> what, do you, what do you call Ravest? it? What do you call this? Brave ass. Club, club person? <laughs> I completely, like, agree with you. Like, that trance scene, they just play the typical, like, mus- usually clubs here in Vancouver, they just play that typical, like, you know, whatever, top 40 stuff. And yeah. And just kind of like, okay, you know, I've heard this last week, you know. So, like, yeah. the fact that you bring, like, these, you know, f- people who are actually, like, super into trance and, like, we get to enjoy it more I'm just like <laughs> thank you thank I you. might go clubbing again <laughs> <laughs> did you have to go to any specific schools in order to like sort of what education did you need to get in order to pursue this so going back a little bit my education actually started in music first um, I used to sing mm-hmm. so that's what I went to school for first and then afterwards, she started pursuing animal health, more an animal veterinary. So I'm actually an animal nurse. Like that's Ooh, been oh. my nine to five for like the last four or five years that a lot of people don't know about me. And the music stuff I've always been super passionate about. I never gave up on it. So um, I started getting more and more curious. So I started um, looking into schooling and there wasn't really 
like schooling to do for this. Yeah. Kind of just more like a piece of paper that gave you a guideline of what you're supposed <laughs> to do. Uh-huh. Um, so that's how I ended up at BCIT. I ended up doing their event management course and their public relations class just to kind of give myself like this like expensive piece of paper but also like more knowledge about stuff that I might not have learned hands-on from people Mm. yeah yeah was that like a full-time schooling that you had to end up taking yeah it was full-time schooling and then um ended up finishing a lot earlier than I thought I would Mm -hmm. and I worked in the process too so it was kind Mm -hmm. of a hectic schedule but it got it done yeah Yeah. was it like a two-year thing no it was supposed to be like a year and a half thing and Uh I got it done in about like eight Nine oh, wow. or so because awesome. I just kept taking my class oh sorry because <laughs> I ended up taking all my classes rather than just like stopping and you know taking breaks and kind yeah. of just yeah yeah that's amazing <laughs> that's the definition of a hard worker yeah thank hustler. you when I went to part-time school it's just like no I'll just take a month I'll yeah I'll take the semester it's fine yeah never yeah. finished anything you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> it's never too late get it done so, <laughs> we were just curious, how does a tour manager usually make money? Like, do you have lump sum contracts or is it like hourly or commission? Yeah, so um, tour staff is a little differently. My main focus right now is I'm an artist manager, mm-hmm. whereas tour managers are usually contracted for mm-hmm. an extended period of time. Say we're going on tour from like January to like June or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the artist would say, hey, I'm going to give you this and this and this, but I don't cover your cost of like hotel or whatever, but so you have to kind of factor in some things. Mm. Let me just say the music biz does not make you money. Like if that's your number one goal, <laughs> do not get in the music biz yeah. and do not get involved in the trance. Like that's the <laughs> other second thing. Um, so that's how that kind of works. Um, and usually tour managers have some kind of like, you know, background skill, like they can VJ or they do like other things on the road with our artists just mm-hmm. to kind of because it's an expensive thing to have as an artist along with you um but what I do is full-time is um I manage the artists so basically I work side by side with them mm-hmm. coming up with plans of like you know with all the releases and all this other kind of stuff mm-hmm. and how right now we do it is I work on it based on a commission basis so okay I get paid when my artists get paid and when we don't mm-hmm. get paid we both cry and say it's okay no money this time so <laughs> That's how we work right now, um, but I'm really proud of the two artists that I work with right now. Things have exponentially gone a lot faster than we thought things would have, yeah. so it's uh, it's looking really great, and I'm really proud of them. So awesome! Yeah, that's really interesting because I was I was always like, how do people get paid? Like, do you, you know, do you have to sign a contract? Yeah, or? yeah. So. My first artist that actually approached me to manage him, um, he was just like, hey, like, you should be my manager. And I was like, oh, like, I don't really, like, know a lot anything about management. And he's like, no, you totally do. <laughs> so we, what we did was we did a, um, we didn't do a contract. But, so mm-hmm. we just said, let's just give this a year mm-hmm. and see if we can work together. And so year flew by and we're like, we still like each other and we still can work. So I signed another year contract awesome. with him. And then that contract kind of just went over, like, you know, payments and, like, what's to be expected and, like, what can, you know, just in case things don't go as well. Yeah. We kind of both have, like, an exit plan where yeah. we're both not mm. getting hurt. And you're both protected. Exactly. Yeah. That's the main thing. Always have a contract. Yeah. Like, for everything. <laughs> Definitely. Everything. <laughs> Write this down, people. Yeah. Always <laughs> like, have a contract. contract. Have a contract. How, like, did you, how did you learn how to make the contract? Is that something they taught you in the course? 
No. <laughs> Actually, that's Google. Really Google. Google, yeah. Okay, okay. Google, and also, um, I got over my shyness, and I just started asking other people, and I said, uh-huh. hey... I'm, like, really learning, and, like, I'm not sure if I'm going to get in trouble. Like, do you mind just showing me some examples of some of the contracts you've had or just reading over this contract? And so I've had a lot of amazing people that have helped me Mm -hmm. out, and that was kind of the best way to do it. The other way is just contact a lawyer and pay the money, I guess. What else? Mm -hmm. That's the worst thing. That's too typical. (laughs) I was like, I don't get paid enough for this. (laughs) I just figure it out. But, yeah. Yeah, Google's yeah. better. And connection. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Google is a doctor, a lawyer, <laughs> a best friend, whatever you need. A therapist. Yeah. <laughs> Shoulder to cry on. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was actually curious, um, was there is there like a community of people that you can like connect with to get kind of I guess like a networking group to meet help other? each other yeah. out with management and you know, maybe like get artists to collaborate with each other or yeah so um a little going a little bit back on my thing is um I actually started off as a ticket promoter for a company called Twisted Productions out here in Vancouver Mm. so I was with the company for four years and I was also as an artist liaison which is actually where I made the connection with a lot of artists and their management is because I had to deal Mm. with them like kind of one-on-one at the events Mm -hmm. um and that's how I like um, built my circle of people that I know and so there isn't really like um, a place to kind of go it's just more like who you know and like Mm. who you've met throughout the years the trans community is quite small and the people in the community are quite older and they've been in the industry for a long time yeah but I find that there are welcoming people Mm. but it's just it's kind of um, there's no like united place to just Mm. go and be like hey can you help me with this? And someone like responds and they're like, yeah, we can help you with this kind of thing. Yeah. 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 So I'm curious, like how did you land your first artist? Like that, that guy that you mentioned, how did that happen? Like, how did you meet him? Oh, so I had just finished school uh-huh. and the company I did all this event stuff with had literally gone belly up. They were like, we're not doing trance anymore. Like the okay. company's kind of done. So I was having a mental breakdown. I was like, great, like, what is my next step? I'm like, I'm still not ready to start doing solo shows because the market's so saturated. Mm-hmm. And my artist, actually, um, his name popped up in my news feed, and I knew his partner as well. So then I was like, wait a second. I was like, I looked at their profile. I was like, they work for Ava Recordings. And I was like, that's, like, a label that I've, like, been obsessed with for a uh-huh. long time. And I was like, oh, my God, like, how did I not remember this? So I actually reached out to him, and I was like, hey, like, I really want to, like, work with you guys because, uh-huh. like, I have so much to offer. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, like, we haven't seen you in a while. Like, let's meet up and stuff. Okay. And then that's how that happened. And it went from me being, like, their little social media assistant to him being like, hey, like, do you want to, like, start managing me? So, oh, wow. Yeah. How long was that process? Um, I think, like, two and a half weeks or so. Like, oh, we, wow. Yeah, yeah. We bonded, like, right away, Ben and I. And... He just, like, was, like, you're so driven. I like the way you work. And uh-huh. I was, like, nice. I like the fact that, like, you're responsive <laughs> and you like to work hard, too. Yeah. And, thing. and that's so important, like, being a manager. You have to um, you have to be able to be really honest with your artist mm-hmm. and also be able to protect them at the same mm-hmm. time and think a few steps ahead, even mm-hmm. though if some opportunities, like, seem really great. You kind of have to think, like, will this be worthwhile, like, three months from now? Or is this just a temporary thing that's yeah. going to look really mm-hmm. good right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So you were like managing his social media for two and a half weeks, and then you became his manager. Yeah, is that kind of what happened? Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sort of helping with social media. Like, hey, let's start working together. I was like, That's okay. crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's been quite crazy. So, is this your full time job right now, or are you still um, vet vet nurse? Yeah, actually, yeah, I have like six jobs essentially. <laughs> Oh so, yeah, I, I work I work during the week at the animal hospital um, part-time, mm-hmm. and I also do the management stuff, you know, day-to-day, um, the event stuff as well, and then also um, I work at an after-hours, like, nightclub during yeah. the weekend, which I recently also managed there as well, and now I've taken on another role there, so oh it's been, uh, wow. yeah, it's been a quite crazy. a whirlwind, but I love it a lot. So what was the process like going from working, I'm guessing, as like the nurse, vet nurse, like full time and then transitioning to part time? Like, how was that for you? Did you feel like insecure? Like, oh, my God, the money or whatever. The the money thing did stress me out a little bit, but I was like, okay, just got to be smart and like, don't go like buying something that you don't need. That's like really expensive. (laughs) Sometimes that's really hard when you're stressed out. But um, no, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) exactly but I was the thing that actually really inspired me was my last job was actually such a toxic work environment Mm. um and when I actually got let go from that job because there was just too much going on there and I just Mm -hmm. like after two years of just like getting super depressed and like going on like um mental health leave and stuff Mm -hmm. from work because I was just going through a lot there Mm -hmm. it just was like okay I have like one chance to do this yeah I cannot fuck this up like Mm -hmm. I'm gonna either do this and I'm not gonna go back to like working a full-time nine-to-five for anyone Mm -hmm. else like Mm -hmm. ever again yeah that's crazy yeah was was that nine-to-five uh, at an animal place yeah mm. yeah and it was kind of like I'm letting go like of my safety net that I've had for like the last you know four or five mm-hmm. years and I'm just gonna do this and I don't really have a choice to fall on my ass mm-hmm. like I just have to do it and I'm gonna yeah. make it work yeah. so you know like it just taught me to be like more confident in myself and just believe and trust myself more and mm-hmm. not undervalue myself or my work that I do yeah. for people because I find that women that are entrepreneurs or you know own a business or anything they sometimes devalue themselves or lessen their costs because they think people won't want mm. to support them and put money yeah. into what they're doing yeah so that's so true yeah did you have to plan a lot before you made the transition no I didn't have the time to plan <laughs> I was like this is kind of just like going and I gotta roll with it which is so yeah. unlike me I'm like mm. a planner mm-hmm. like if I do something I have to think about it like let it marinate yeah. and then like okay this is gonna work and or sometimes I'll make really impulse decisions that I'm 100% right about yeah. mm-hmm. and this was like one that I was like oh my god oh my I'm gonna goodness. like be really good they're like and broke and like homeless but this is gonna work out like real fast and it, it worked it's been going so I've, I've made it work for me so far what was the timeline like when you got let go from that job and then when did you land your first contract or like the next thing yeah so um I took a two-month hiatus from working just mm-hmm. to kind of like work on myself and my yeah. mental health because mm-hmm. I was like I don't want to start on anything mm-hmm. And um, after that, I was like, I gave myself this, you know, date to like, just kind of like go back. Yeah. And I started reaching out to people and I said, hey, like, I'm doing this again. And I think within like two weeks after it had started wow. to, yeah. And um, I had, you know, when I was doing all of this and other hospital reached out to me and said, hey, 
like we love your resume like do you want to come back yeah. for us and I said so I went for my interview with them as well and I said listen like my last job I went through like hell and back here <laughs> yeah and they were like they were like okay with me traveling they were okay uh-huh. with like my you know lifestyle and yes yeah. I've still been there with them so it's oh, been amazing that's amazing that's perfect yeah. like how all the pieces just fell together yeah exactly yeah. yeah and I'm one of those people that like sits and thinks about something that could have happened like three months ago yeah. at like two o'clock in the morning <laughs> so it was kind of like a relief that like things were falling into place mm-hmm. for once and I wasn't stressing myself yeah. out so much I was like okay. that's crazy yeah. that's beautiful <laughs> Thank yeah you. but I think that's like you just gotta manifest it yeah Go for it, and then it it will just work. Yeah, Yeah, it'll snowball. Oh, yeah, for sure. So what's it like being a one-woman show? Like, how do you decide, like, what to charge or, like, you know, like, tell tell us what it's like. And, like, your daily schedule. Yeah. Um, So my daily schedule is um, I wake up in the morning, like, pretty early, and my rule of thumb always is to never look at social media Mm -hmm. for, like, the first hour or two that I'm awake, Mm -hmm. just because I like to kind of, like center myself before I start looking into other people's feeds or other things online to affect how my Mm -hmm. day is going to be. Um, And then I meditate for a little bit or just like read something that I really enjoy. And then it starts with me checking my emails, going over what like my artists and I had discussed, following up with people that I've been working on things with. And then, sorry. And then um, moving on from that, I just kind of like, I take, I've learned to not um, rush my days now. Mm-hmm. I kind of go at my own flow mm. and it makes my work day a lot more productive for me. Yeah, rather than like push yourself and then you sit yeah. there and you're like, I don't know what to do anymore kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. That's so good. Yeah. And then what is the negotiation process like? Like, because you mentioned, you know, you, you want to not undervalue yourself. So how do you work through that? So, like, you know, I'm sure you guys all know, like, you know, when you're doing something, your friends will message you and be like, hey, I really want this, but, like, can you do it for free? And I'm like, it's like, this is how I pay my rent. And yeah. And, like, do like, have my savings. Yeah. Kind of thing. So, I've been, I think, setting boundaries is one thing that mm. I've learned to do. Um, so, you know, when my friends are like, or people that I know, like, hey, can you discount this? And I'm like... I would really love to, but I'm like, I work for myself. So I'm mm-hmm. like, if I do this, this is like X amount of like, like save, like break it down to how much I'm making per hour. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's not really like negotiable. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, well, when you explain it that way, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And at first I was like, okay, I'll discount stuff just because I'm starting out or whatever. But then I sat down and thought, I'm like, no, I'm not starting out. I'm like, I'm like, I'm starting out for myself right now, but yeah. I've worked for other people for so many years. Yeah. I'm like, there's so much value in my work. Totally. So. That's a very yeah. good way of putting yeah. it. Yeah. Cause I feel like a lot of people get anxiety and they're like, Oh my God, what do my friends hate me or something? Yeah. But it's like, I need to eat. Yeah. yeah. To Unless live. you're going to pay yeah. for like my month's worth yeah. of groceries. Like, <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, like, I feel like that's, like, what every entrepreneur goes through. Yeah, it's like, do I tick somebody off by telling them that I need to live, or do I just tell them I need to live, (laughs) you know? No, I think honesty is the best way to go at this point. Yeah, and I think when you actually are honest with people and tell them how it really is, and it, like, it's not that they're ignorant or that they don't know, it's just a lack of education, Mm -hmm. and they just can't think of it from that scale of, you know, I'm um, thinking. So yeah. when you tell them, they're like, "Oh wow, okay, that makes sense." Like, sorry about that, or like, "Thank you for telling me." Kind of like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. What are some other challenges you face in your role, having to deal with people or 
you know, oh my gosh. internal. <laughs> um, being female is one of them. I love being a woman. Still? Yeah, but sometimes, oh yeah, being a female, um, you know, like I love men and I encourage men to do what they feel like, but the music industry is a very male-dominated oh. world. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and also because of my age sometimes, like I find that it's like I have to really, really show that I can do something for someone mm. to be able to take me as seriously as mm-hmm. someone that's like... I've been doing this since I was like in the 90s kid and I'll be like okay like sorry (laughs) but yeah I mean that's a challenge and the other thing is kind of my background like where I come from like my heritage is kind of another thing that like um it's always like oh like you're you're Iranian but like Mm -hmm. you're so like whitewashed or so westernized like how did that happen kind of thing those are the two challenges I (laughs) meet like every day kind of thing it's so irrelevant like I'm a female I come from a different country like what's the deal multicultural here yeah multicultural exactly like ask them like how does this like affect my work just out of curiosity like asking for a friend like how does this affect me but yeah yeah, I that's guess that's so true. interesting. I never knew that the industry was so male dominated. Oh yeah, mm. it's uh, it and you know the thing is, is um, there's some wonderful men out there and you know women, but they they're definitely pushing for more women. And the other thing is, it's not just a male dominated industry because that men are just being like, oh, it's us, like let us take yeah. it. Is that I also find that women also aren't trying to mm. be in this industry as much. Okay, and so, you know, like. Yes, men are dominating because also, like, some women, some females just aren't doing it, yeah. you know? Then there are yeah. some girls that are just, like, straight up killing it yeah, and, like, yeah. pushing, right? So yeah. that's kind of the sad reality is so I think for the younger generation, we have to make the music industry seem appealing for women and mm. not just, like, the sex appeal and being yeah. attractive and all that kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. that, like, your talent can actually take you to places kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Cool. That is so true. Yeah. 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 Can you share one of your best and worst experiences so far that you've had? Yes. Actually, yes. Um, (laughs) One of my best experiences, um, so the two artists that I managed, one of them is named Somna and Sheridan Grout, and the guys had been approached by an agency that wanted to take them on, and I was like, oh, this is such a huge thing, like an agency that's going to look for gigs and like promote them. Amazing. And then halfway through the process, the agency's like, nope, we're going to drop them. Mm. But they had already invested in applying for a O-1 visa, which is like a three-year performance visa in the U.S. Uh-huh. And if you're a performer, Canadian, trying to apply for that visa, you know that visa's like the one of the hardest things to do. It's like you got to get lawyers from the States and like, yeah. get all these documentations oh and like proof of like residency for three years in the States. Yeah. And it's like, it's just like, so they were like, okay, Dan's like, we want to do this visa, but, like, we don't know how we're going to make it happen. And I was like, okay, I'm going to figure this out. We're going to get this visa. And okay. so the proudest moment for me was um, being half a lawyer and getting to not one, but Damn. both the visas approved for these guys. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, so that was one of, like, my most, like, proudest like, moments ever because we were, all of us were actually in Holland for a um, music conference mm-hmm. called ADE. And I just get this email from lawyers saying, you got one artist approved, so I'm yeah. sitting there sweating, and then they're oh like, the God. other artist approved too. I was like, oh yay! So it's like, that's one of the proudest moments I will not forget that happened last year. That yeah. is crazy. Oh How did God. you figure it out? Like, what did you oh do? Oh man, like, just, just reaching out to people, like, 
thankfully some of the artists that have also had this visa and I was like, hey, we've been friends for a long time. <laughs> Can you write this letter of recommendation for my artists? Oh and my gosh. Doing all the, yeah, it was, it was a lot of work. I actually literally thought I was going to like lose my hair. Like oh I was just goodness. so stressed out. Like oh no. I'd go to bed every day and I'm like, they just literally spent like five thousand dollars on this oh visa, God. and I might like lose all this. So I felt better when it got approved. Oh yeah, my God. yeah. Um, and then my my worst experience was um, I won't say names, but okay. I was meeting with <laughs> I was meeting with uh, a, a promoter, and uh, they were like. Yeah, this artist is doing so good. Their manager is like doing such a great job. He must be like really killing it or doing all these things. And I was like, yeah, yeah, like their manager must be really great. Thinking like, actually, their management's me, and I'm standing right next to you. Okay, but okay I won't say anything. Oh my okay. gosh. <laughs> you know, so that was that was kind of embarrassing. I was like, how do I clear up with someone that like this is this is me that did this? But I was like, I'll just let them. I just feel want. like I am killing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Handle it all. This is my business card. Yeah. yeah. At least it was a good thing. It was a good yeah. thing. I did. I Thankfully. did. I did pass them my business card afterwards, and I was being kind of sly about it. Yeah. But they were like, "Oh, like the shocked Pikachu face." I was like, "It's okay. Happens all the time. Everyone thinks I'm a guy." Yeah. 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 I was like, "It was like a nice day." Yeah. I mean, I was like, that was. That was one of the yeah. On more, but I've had some other ones, but. To be honest with you, I've had mainly good experiences yeah. just only because I've been surrounded by some really amazing people mm-hmm. that have kind of lifted me through all that yeah. kind of negative garbage that yeah. comes along. That's really good. Yeah. So do you also book um, shows that are like out of the country? So you have to travel a lot? Or? Yes. So um, the how I do my job, I have the role of like a manager and an agent. And an agent basically represents an artist regarding booking events yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry it's okay <clears throat> so I do reach up to um <clears throat> promoters internationally to book events and whatnot and yeah so my name is also on those flyers as well so mm-hmm. it's like yeah like that's kind of my involvement right now uh, I am definitely looking to expand TS events with other uh promoters and with other um festivals and things like that in the mm-hmm. near future but right now my main focus is doing events here and, and growing the scene here but also just having my uh, management brand with my artists out internationally in other cities yeah yeah do you travel a lot then I did a few times with my artists but right now I'm actually just more focusing again on just growing the business yeah mm. Because going away is really great, and I, I, like, love traveling so much. But the thing is, is it takes away from your, like, work focus, mm-hmm. too. So it's, like, you come back, and you're just, like, ooh, like, I feel a little bit behind. Yeah. And right now, there's just so much um, counting on time that I can't just be, like, okay, I'm going to leave the country yeah. and, like, go to Korea for a little bit. I'll work when I'm there. But it's, like, no, i got to <laughs> yeah. be here because yeah. I need to do things. <laughs> yeah. So, Yeah. Yeah. Where's the best p- place to market these events or how do you advertise? Facebook, actually. Mm. Facebook, um, like, yeah, social media is so funny, but I find Facebook events is still the number one. Mm. Um, and going on websites as well, just making sure that, like, um, you know, local websites that, like, say what events are happening or say yeah. have your event up as well. Um, Instagram is pretty okay, but if you're not following or kind of in yeah. that thing, it's kind of hard for them to target your mm, ads. Gotcha. Kind of, yeah. 
That's true. Because yeah. Facebook, you could do the ad and you pick like the people you want. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. But I just find that there, because there's so much like stuff happening, like it starts to saturate people's feeds that mm. people are just like kind of glancing over it and mm. like yeah. walking away. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which is why I think it's like important to build a relationship with like people that are supporting your stuff because then that way it's not just like their eyes glazes over like oh this is this company and just like mm-hmm. like swipe or like move on from it kind yeah. of thing yeah and i think there's like forums and groups and stuff too right on facebook i think yeah i try to avoid the forums because forums has a lot of trans elitists on there and they make mean comments and i become a keyboard warrior and i'm like (laughs) if you're enjoying this episode so far please comment glow up on youtube and leave us a review on itunes give us five stars or we will find you we will so this part of our show we always tone it down a little bit so we usually go from a little bit of business and now we just kind of get to know you on like a random questions level. Okay. <laughs> Ask away. So number one, would you say that you're an organized person? Yes and no. <laughs> yes and no. It depends on what Tansy during the week you're seeing, but um, I would say yes for most of the time. <laughs> when are I, you not? Yeah, I know. Like it's like what's in your bag? Um, when I'm in my catastrophic like anxiety, like kind of like anxious kind of mode, mm-hmm. I like my brain is just going a million miles an hour. So I just do rather than just like plan. Mm. Yeah, how I normally do stuff. That's fair. Yeah, but are you organized? Um, not rather than mentally, like just like clean. Oh, Do you need yeah. to, like, color code your underwear? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I had a brief moment of working in retail, and I worked at Victoria's Secret. Uh-huh. And oh so my panties have to be folded. Oh, like, um, and, like, oh my God. Um, I'm colorblind, so sometimes, like, the colors aren't what they seem to be to me. So I'm like, oh, this looks right. And then I'll, like, and then I'll, like, ask my mom or something, like, does this look right? She's like, no. She's like, that's that color. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, having three cats in my apartment, I'm like always like, okay, like we gotta have the vacuum. Got a little like iRobot recently, and I'm like, do Ooh. your thing. And then I start sweeping even after, and I was yeah. like, yeah, my house can't smell like I have cats. Does and, it actually work? The iRobot? Yeah, like you know what? It's not like the YouTube videos where the cats love it and they sit on it, like they're uh-huh. fucking oh, mortified. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but like it, it, yeah, it picks up a lot of cat hair, and then I like you know do my Sunday cleaning with my like my actual vacuum and stuff, mm-hmm. and like scrub everything down. But my like my apartment has to be clean just because it's like my like my safe space. It's yeah. like my home base, so mm-hmm. that has to be neat. Yeah, because if it's like catastrophic, then you know like I'm not feeling that. Yeah, great, yeah. so. Yeah. Can't let anyone know I'm not feeling great. (laughs) We'll just come knocking on your door, look in, we're like, you're not great today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not doing so great. (laughs) What's wrong? Let me get you some ice cream. Yeah. (laughs) Next random question. Do you have any healthy routines to keep you sane? I like to think being a vegan is one of them. Yeah. Um, But also the fact that I'm really nuts on uh, reducing my waste as a Mm. person. So sometimes I think about how we're killing the planet, like, 20 yeah. minutes a day and how I can be a better person and stop, like, producing waste. Yeah. So I've been doing, working on that more and more, mm-hmm. and that's kind of keeping me sane. Um, I've been trying new things, like kickboxing mm-hmm. and kind of, like, 
you know, doing yoga again at home yeah. and all that kind of stuff and just like pushing myself to do other things. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Do you not usually push yourself to, I guess, try new things or do things? I do do new things, but n- not so much active wise anymore. I used to mm. be a huge fitness junkie and mm-hmm. I was like super obsessed with how I looked aesthetically. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, if I look like I ate a box of pizza, like I don't really mind so much. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah, yeah. But then other times, like other times I'm like on Instagram and Facebook, I'm like, oh, you know, it also wouldn't hurt if I like toned up just a little bit or just had like a little bit of a stronger core, you know, like, you know, but it's Double it chin pictures, you just like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, is that my arm? I'm like, oh, okay. Like, it's just all about the angles. Yeah. You know, you just gotta like do that lean You just gotta flex the lean. Yeah. Don't smile too hard, you know. Yeah. yeah. So what? What's your favorite food? Calories aside. Oh, yeah. Mm. I'd probably have to say pizza. Mm. It's like my favorite thing, aside from like, yeah, yeah, vegan pizza. Where do you get a vegan pizza? In which, I don't actually know. For Twist Pie, actually. Oh, I've been there. I've never been there. I've never been there. What is this? It's, a, it's like. You know what? I wouldn't even think of it as just going to some vegan place. Just go there and order whatever you feel like is the yeah. thing that you want to try. Um, it's delicious, and you don't feel gross after yeah, having it. Yeah, it's good. That's what I look for when I eat now. Yeah. 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 And so, it's yeah, the people are super friendly. And also, again, like when you're there, like they're they're waste free so you can like compost all your other oh, stuff awesome. and so you're not like you know like wasting all this stuff oh, either so, so it's really good i definitely need to go yeah, it's in chinatown yeah yeah it's really good okay, i need to go there <laughs> i'm just like they've got ice cream in my head already yeah. yeah they've got ice cream too so it's a we'll win-win. go we'll go yeah <laughs> what uh would you say you're more of an introvert or extrovert i'm definitely both of them mm, you're like in the middle yeah yeah but I definitely have my moments. Like, I work in the nightlife industry, so that gives me my fulfillment of interacting with other mm-hmm. people and meeting new people. Yeah. So then, you know, I, I go home, and then I'm like, okay, I don't have to socialize for two days now because <laughs> I socialize for the whole weekend. <laughs> so then I, like, stay home and, like, work on stuff. And people will be like, where have you been? I'm like, oh, just at home, like, ignoring everyone else. It's like, whatever. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, if you want to see me, come out on the weekend. Yeah. That's the time. Yeah. That is exactly. Time. So the final random question, what's your favorite travel location and what's on your bucket list? Japan. Japan is the most wonderful place to visit. Oh, I keep wanting to go. I know, yeah. it's on my list. Please yeah. do it. Um, yeah, it was a dream going to Japan. So I went to Japan last year because uh, actually my we had, um, so the label I work for is called Ava Recordings and mm-hmm. we had a brand label night in Tokyo mm-hmm. at Womb Nightclub, which has been an absolute dream of mine to nice. go there, and then we had our own show there. Oh my uh, yeah, so I spent a month in Japan, and um, it was just phenomenal. Like the culture, like just all my like things that I've grown up with, and the food, and just like the kindness from the people that are there. Just oh my gosh, like every person needs to go to Japan. Like, yeah. Japan's I'm, I'm going. Yeah. I'm yeah. going. I think I'm going next year. So yeah, I'm just like ready. I need to go. Yeah. Definitely plan ahead, um, book some of your things because you gotta like book ahead for certain things. Oh, like what? Um, so like for example, like I'm covered in tattoos, so I can't go to the regular bathhouses. Bath right? Yeah, but oh, like you can go, go to the Yakuza one. And so I was like, no, I'm good. Like I'd like to avoid that if possible. So I booked a private bath, um, 
a bed place up in the mountains for myself and it was just nice Ooh. I'm like sitting there in my little bath like yeah. so oh, relaxing that and then, like, so you can't go to the hot springs then either because no. it's still technically popular. Yeah, we can't Maybe go either. Maybe a private oh, one. Oh man, can I just wear a bodysuit? <laughs> I mean, if you can cover it with like the tape or like the makeup and it doesn't yeah. come off, they'll let you in. But if they see even like a smish, oh, they're man. like, Oh yeah, we can't no. go. Yeah, I should have got them done in more con- inconspicuous. <laughs> There's no way. I know, but friends, I was like, can I just hide it? I was like, yeah, let me just, like, rip off my entire bathroom. <laughs> yeah, 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 like, we're gonna hide it. let me just take off my skin. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sounds good, you know? Um, but a private one sounds, like, amazing. Oh, I felt like I was a queen. I was like, oh, you're bringing me food? Amazing. Oh, you're bringing me tea? Oh, oh you're bringing me kimono? Thank you. This is so great. No, I definitely recommend the, the private um, bath experience. Um... Just because if you're not, like, super bougie or, like, you know, you want to, yeah. like, experience a lot of things, mm-hmm. I would definitely say get a private bathhouse. Okay. Also stay in a love hotel because that was the coolest <gasps> thing ever, too. Oh, because they're themed, right? And it was, like, you can do you pick the theme or do you just put you in one? No. So I went there, like, to this uh, really well-known one, and I believe it was in Kyoto when I went. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, super excited. I was, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to stay this. And then... There's people like hiding their faces and they're like, please don't look at us. But I'm like, but it's so exciting to be here. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, they had my favorite room, which is like totally like old school Japan thing with all the red colors. There was this giant painting of this girl like being eaten out by like seven different people. Oh my yeah. God. I was like, it was like so cool. And then there's like like dim lights. It was like like I had like a mini rave in the room because we were so playing with all funny. the lights. And there's like this giant like jet pool like jacuzzi slash bathtub and yeah. it's got like this wall with like goldfish on it and stuff it just looked so it was oh just so beautiful yeah. yeah yeah that was like the fanciest place i stayed in and then the other thing was i um rented airbnbs and getting to experience different types of apartments and places in japan that was a really cool experience how too. long were you there for for a month Oh, yeah, I got used to bending down because the door frames I'd hit my head because I was like oh. so small, like, <laughs> so small. I was like, even being on the train, I'd like tower over the little ladies, and they'd be like, "Oh, you're so tall." I'm sorry. <laughs> you're like, so I'll protect you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically, yeah, yeah. When the train was like coming to a stop, they'd like put their arm out. I'm like, I'll catch you. Yeah, loved it so much. Um, and on my bucket list to go, um, I'd have to say the Philippines. I'd really like to experience Ooh. the Philippines for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just had so many Filipino friends growing up and their culture is so kind and so giving as well. So mm-hmm. it's like just, yeah, it warms my heart mm-hmm. and I love the fact that the people are so nice. So I'd like to go and see what their like culture is all yeah. about as well. Yeah. And I've seen some really nice, cool. like relaxing beachy kind of yeah. scenes yes. and I'm just like, I want to be part of that. I'm all about the beaches. Yeah. <laughs> the tropical. Yeah. Somewhere warm. That's not Vancouver. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Vancouver's okay in the summer, but winter months, uh, I'm gone. <laughs> no, even in the summer, Vancouver, like the beach is like... Oh, just, yeah, the it's beach. It's just dirty. Oh, I never go in the water. It's just like birds, and it's crowded with people, yeah. and you're just like... People oh. throwing tampons. Ew. Yeah, every time, every time I have gone to English Bay, I will be sitting at the beach and I will find a town. Why? Why? And actually, my first experience was when I was a little bit younger. I was sitting at the beach during fireworks and a girl was getting arrested by the police. So she's running away from the police, <gasps> oh my squats down, rips out her tampon and 
throws her tampon. What? And it lands near, like, my foot with my friends. Oh, my God. I was God. like, this is so traumatizing. And she just kept going. Was, was she throwing it at the cops? Yeah, but it uh. went more into our direction. So that but was... Like, how would you even just think one, of that? It's hit her, though. But like, why I mean, would you even do that? It's, it's not going to stop them. <laughs> no, it certainly did not stop them. <laughs> yeah. If anything, they'd be like, that's it. I'm taking out my... What's that blunt object thing that you... Oh, they're baton. Yeah, yeah. No, they were so nice. They just grabbed her and they were like putting her in cuffs. They didn't like do anything violent to her, but I was like, I would have like smacked that girl. She sounds psycho. (laughs) I'm really glad I've never seen a tampon at the beach. I don't want to see a weird one. It's really gross. It's really gross. I don't even want to imagine. Yeah, yeah. No, everyone should get a diva cup for this so we don't want to see your dad. Oh oh well, then you start finding diva cups all over. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, okay, yeah. You just, just can't wait. No. All right, we're going to get to the final part of the podcast where it's a lightning round. We're going to yeah. ask you this or that question. Oh, Pressure's on. Okay. Give us your best answer. And I got to say, we will judge. Okay, so Great. Choose one. Okay. <laughs> Okay, question one. LA or New York? New York. Superman or Batman? Batman. Comedy or drama? Drama. Bath or shower? Bath. Apple pie or pumpkin pie? Apple pie. Thousand Island or ranch? Uh, ranch. Spaghetti or lasagna? Lasagna. (laughs) Cards or board games? Um, Board games. Slippers or barefoot? Slippers. (laughs) Slippers. Last one. Dance or do stand-up in front of a crowd? Dance. Dance. Always dance. Very you good. Very good. You. <laughs> I was a little nervous. Yeah. I know. I was just like, I can feel your I was like, why are we laughing right now? It's like that nervous laughing. We're like, ha, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's all for today. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, I thank feel you like so was- much for it was so interesting to learn about the music industry. Yeah, because usually we get to meet a lot of people who do like marketing or other have we met? Foodies, I don't know. Foodies. Uh, <laughs> <the> fashion. <laughs> so being able to meet someone from like the music industry, like not as like an artist, but more on like the background Behind side. Behind the scenes, yeah. yeah. Background, okay? The backside. Uh, back yeah, well, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to kind of say a bit of my story and I really appreciate you guys having me here of today. Course. So yeah. thank you. We loved having yeah. you here. Yeah, thank you. And yeah. Where can people find you? Like on social media. Tell us your handles, your website, everything. Yeah. So if you look me up on my website, <laughs> sorry, <I> should... <laughs> uh, you can find me at uh, tansysayati.com. And then you can find me on Instagram under tansysayati. And my Twitter, tansysayati, which is less business professional, just me more ranting about. <laughs> us killing our planet and things that frustrate me in the industry and so and under facebook you can find me under ts events or ts management so awesome and we will have all the names spellings all that down below don't worry in the descriptions okay thank you thank Thank you. you Bye. Thank you for listening, Glow Babes. Check out woglow.com. The link is below to grab your freebie, 25 ways on how to get your shit together like a baller. 
Give us your five golden stars on iTunes and we'll be your best friends, I swear. And please share this episode with your babes that need some glow and will benefit from this. Thank you. Go, yeah.